You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Tuesday, and today you'll hear an episode from our Takeover series. Every month, we ask a different practitioner or thought leader to host a series of interviews that cover a specific theme that's relevant to our community. And like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to another episode of the Flip My Film podcast. Uh, as always, the, the one of the best privileges that I have is to have somebody take over one of the episodes. It actually is less work for me, quite frankly. So it's, it's a really cool thing. But as we started this big community, we're finding incredible podcasters who are running their own amazing experiential podcast. So Samir, who is one of the, the members of the big community, has his own podcast that he started. It's called the Experience Business Podcast. So I invited him to join me so I can introduce you uh, to him and also for him to actually share what this podcast is about and what kind of people he's going to interview for you. So Samir, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sangram. Thank you so much. You know, I'm highly obliged. And to be very frank, I've, it's my pleasure and a wonderful to be part of this Peak community. That's awesome, man. So tell us a little bit about your podcast that you have been running and what type of people are you interviewing on that for our community? Hey, you know, this is very interesting because I personally believe that every company should be the experience company because uh, people don't buy product. They don't buy services. They only buy the experiences. So the my podcast is about the experience business podcast, meaning every business should focus on creating the experience. And in this podcast, I normally interview people and sometimes also solo where I talk about what are the strategies, what are the viewpoint of other leaders like CXOs, CMOs, CTOs to make their business uh, an experience business. That is fantastic, man. So let's go and like deep dive into it. Because Samir, you have above, I think, about 10 episodes that you have graciously agreed to have it shared on the Flip My Funnel Takeover Tuesday and Thursday episode. So Samir, again, thank you for doing that. Information about you and your podcast is going to be in the show notes. Let's go. Thank you. Hey, everyone. It is not a news that we spend most of our time on a mobile phone. Still, the majority of the brands B2B or B2C, they don't get it. They are busy improving the digital experiences traditional way uh, by focusing more on the desktop sites. They don't realize that 95% of the online users will search the internet through their mobile phones by 2021 as per the e-consultancy research. And some of you might not agree and debate that while mobile first strategy makes more sense for B2C and e-commerce, but enterprise B2B is totally different and it does not matter much. However, you will be highly surprised to know that mobile is completely transforming the game in the B2B market for growth. Digital is completely changing the game. You see, earlier where the B2B relied more on the personal relationships and influence, now the same people are more digital tech savvy, connected and empowered. Now today they do not want to interact with a salesperson until it's the time to close the deal. They would like to do independent research digitally about various options and specific vendors. And more importantly, they expect the same digital experiences and features that they encounter as consumers and hold brands accountable for frictionless mobile experiences regardless of their industry. In fact, Google and BCG combined research 
confirms that the mobile drives or influences an average of 40% of the revenue in the leading B2B companies. Further, 50% of the B2B search queries are made on smartphones, which BCG expects this figure to grow to 70% by 2020 end. Now, this I am reading out actually. So, B2B or P2C, today's consumers aren't comparing you to other businesses in your industry. They are rather comparing you to the best digital experiences they ever had with you. In fact, BCG research also confirms that mobile accelerates time to purchase. It boosts revenue and reduces cost. Mobile also fast tracks the time to purchase by facilitating efficiency in decision making and enhanced team collaboration, particularly with more complex purchases. Furthermore, if you not agree or not agree that B2B mobile leaders are generating higher levels of mobile engagement as measured by the search queries, site traffic, lead generation and actual transactions. So they are, they are also seeing a greater share of revenue that is mobile driven or influenced. Therefore, irrespective of B2B or B2C brand, when it comes to mobile, it is time to stop making excuses. And that's why the brands must focus first on mobile to provide greater customer experiences. But the real question is how to start with the mobile first approach. And I would say there are seven points which I want to make over here if you want to start with the mobile first experiences. Number one, leadership team has a lot of role to play. The first and foremost thing is that they have to be very clear about the vision and what do they want to achieve from the investments. They have to be very clear about it. Second is definitely the cultural transformation that they need to have among their uh, business leaders and also the employees. So everyone in the organization should be on the same page. Your product team, your design team, your uh, marketing team, they have to be on the same page that they have to provide a seamless experience, which has to be the humanized one. And that too on the mobile phone. Now, second thing I believe is that unifying the web app and the mobile apps team. You see, the mobile purchasing journey is full of twists and turns. And I believe there are three reasons why you may want to make sure that your mobile marketing teams are collaborating going forward. The first thing that is uh, people use mobile apps and the mobile sites interchangeably. Actually, you will have to agree that the lines continue to blur between the apps and the mobile sites. On an average, a mobile shopping session contains at least six visits to an app or a mobile site. And nearly half of those sessions include at least one transition between a mobile site and app. So this is a good reason because of the, these two teams to collaborate. Second thing is people switch to apps from mobile sites because they find them easier to use. People expect faster and seamless experience on the mobile, especially when browsing, researching and purchasing. So it has been found that people, when they switch from the mobile site to an app, because they perceive the app to be the easier to navigate. And that's why they may make a purchase over there. Right. And especially in the mobile apps, you will see that the checkout processes are very much easier. The top three regions the people will switch from mobile site to an app when browsing, researching or purchasing is mainly because of all these three reasons. Either it's easier to navigate, it's easier to make a purchase or it saves time in the checkout process, which I already mentioned. But an app needs to be useful, well-trusted if it's going to take up the precious real estate on a phone. That's why mobile marketing team needs to work together to provide consistent and seamless experiences for users to avoid 
any kind of abandonment understand exactly why users are switching between platforms so you can solve the gaps in the experiences now third thing i believe that people switch to mobile sites from apps because they are more useful in accessing the information and actually the customer expect the frictionless experiences on the mobile sites in fact they expect them to be easy to use as mobile apps as well people will switch from an app to a mobile site when browsing researching and purchasing and the reason being is because they want to directly go to the source and they are more familiar with the mobile site and uh, they are looking to broaden their search because of all these reasons so while marketing can debate whether they need to invest in an app first or they should whether evaluate their method to improve the experience for the mobile site or not in all three cases i believe until and unless your marketing team is not uniting your web team and your mobile app team uh, you cannot work properly on the customer experience side for the mobile phone you will not be able to understand what is their pain point now the third point is to understand your customers unique journeys study the mobile customer behaviors and purchase journey discover what moves them and equally what causes conflict or abandonment identify the friction points and learn why people switch between mobile and apps to fix critical gaps the uh, gaps between the journey additionally uh, understand the relationship with their favorite apps and the mobile sites regardless of the industry you see when it comes to mobile customer journey it's complicated but it doesn't have to be because with an understanding of how and why customers use mobile devices brands can optimize mobile experiences so we all need to understand that what makes an experience productive when a customer navigates through a mobile application or a mobile website all they want is that it should be easy to navigate it should be easy to find what they are looking for and it should be fast enough so that's why it drives me to the point number 4 point number 4 is design for every second you see the expectations for the faster mobile experiences are on the rise and brands are taking note still i see that the marketers are investing in the beautiful data driven marketing campaigns but they are falling very short because people can't find what they want fast enough now i have a stat with me which says that it takes on an average 15.3 seconds to fully load a mobile page and as technology enables faster experiences people's willingness to wait is declining they are shifting from who does it best to who does it best now as marketers we spend a lot of time optimizing our ads and pre-site experiences but we lose out on the mobile conversation because our site loads very slowly so the time has come actually to be very particular about cutting those seconds off so that the mobile experience is better now the point number 5 is design for each step people expect a consistent and seamless experience across every interaction they have with the brand they don't see your desktop site your mobile site or your app or your store separately there is no line between offline and off- online that is that is now gone dominos is a great example of a brand that took a hard look at each step of its ordering process and found plenty of room for the improvement back in 2013 it took more than 25 steps to place an order online with dominos app In 2018 it took only 5 or less steps people were able to use mobile site or app 
turn to their Google Home Assistant or even send a pizza emojis via social media. People had 15 ways to order a Domino's pizza without any human contact. This focus on each step had paid for the Domino's and more than 60% of its orders were coming from online and that too majority of them were from the mobile phone. Sixth point, designed for every user and its personalization. People expect brands to provide them with relevant experiences. But I often hear from brands that they don't invest in personalized experiences because they can't quantify the business impact. I'm reading out combined survey done by the e-consultancy and Google in 2017, which says that 90% of the organizations that invest in personalized consumer experiences agree it significantly contributes to increasing business profitability. When it comes to mobile personalization, no one does it better than Spotify. Spotify really knows that how to leverage user listening data to create the playlists. They will love it. They also take a seasonal approach to personalization with uh, year-end playlists based on the listener data. So they will send users in-app notifications and emails when new releases related to the music their users like comes out, including local concerts as shows. So the takeaway here is leverage user interests to create recommendations both in product and using other channels like push and email notifications. Further, intent-driven personalization approach also matters a lot. So therefore, each second, each step, each user, those are the key considerations for brands looking to create mobile ecosystems that will resonate with today's consumers. And point number seven is the mobile first customer feedback system. This is very much important because without a proper feedback from your customer, uh, you will not know that what exactly the customers are looking for on the mobile phones uh, from the customer improvement point of view. So you will have to design your customer service for mobile. And there are plenty of best practices when it comes to designing a customer service and when it comes to the mobile phone especially. So you will have to make an effort for the small screen because people are busy when on the mobile phone. Desktop is typically considered a focused medium. That is, you are at your computer actively completing a task. Mobile, however, tends to be a passive. When using mobile, we are typically on the go, juggling numerous tasks at once. And so, to grab someone's attention, you need to make sure that your survey is designed for the people who aren't dedicated only to that one task. And for those surveys, you also need to focus on the responsive design. Apart from all of this, setting up the right measurement strategy in the tools is also the secret to growth in a mobile-first world. And here, the leading marketers must start with the business objectives first. You need to always ask the question that what is your most important business goal and what is the one KPI that best measures its success. For improvement, brands must need to identify the gaps in their measurement and they also need to construct a model or estimate to bridge the gaps. Many a times the brands confuse between optimization versus testing. Although these two words are overlapped too often, but in digital optimization, the best practice is that you look at what's going on and you constantly try to find ways to improve. However, testing is still one of the most underused practices and it requires starting with a hypothesis and then going to digital to prove it out. And I agree that you might not have a secret tool or a perfect KPI. It's worth asking questions. 
how you can take your own step forward on this journey do your kpis accurately reflect your business objectives do you know where you can and can't attribute the impact of mobile on your business and how can you bridge those gaps have you experimented to find new business value from those mobile phones so these are the questions that you need to ask and when you follow all these things right then only you can go in a right direction i'm not saying only these are the steps that you need to follow although we can keep on going more deeper and deeper however i completely believe that taking these steps should be the first step towards the mobile experience journey thank you you've been listening to the flip my funnel podcast to make sure that you never miss an episode subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.